0: Ladies and gentlemen, get ready as we drop the gloves and take on everything from the Federal Hockey League. From weekly scores to postseason madness, here to set the ice on fire is your host, Jose Bahina. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Ice on Fire. I am your host, Jose Bahina. We're going to have a bit of a short show here. Been having some technical issues this weekend, uh, well, over the weekend and then into the week here. So, we're going to try to keep it short sweet sweet. Um, riding solo dolo this week, no G B with me, <clears throat> but don't let that stop you from having a good time here. We're going to dive right into it. Remember, you can tweet us at JB2 Media uh, on Twitter or email us at JB2 Media Pro at gmail.com if you have any questions topics or anything you want to rant about on the uh, FHL, there seems to be no shortage of that anytime uh <laughs> in this league. So uh, we're going to start from the top with the small amount of news we have, which is just that the uh Carolinas head coach, Andre Nish, has been uh, had his suspension reduced to four games, and that has expired now. He's back on the bench, uh, or will be anyways, in the upcoming weekend as they head to Elmira for their home opener. And Brent Clark uh, is also back on the bench for the Enforcers now uh, and as they successfully had their big weekend with the first win as a team in the FHL over the Port Huron Prowlers. We're going to look right into that. Like I said, let's waste no time. We'll dive right into what went on over the weekend. That Friday night matchup in Port Huron at the McMoran Arena the Elmira Enforcers got their first win as a franchise, as I just said, on the road, no less, a six to three victory over the Prowlers. Not really sure what's going on so far in Port Huron, but man, that's a that's not a good look either. But uh, <laughs> Elmira with forty three shots total, and I mean putting up at least ten in every period, twenty in the third. Port Huron couldn't get anything going on the offense. Four shots on goal in the first period with a total of just putting up 20 more for 24 uh, in total in that entire matchup. Absolutely wild night for the O'Meara Enforcers. Congratulations to them. Uh, goals being scored by Glenn Patterson, Sean Reynolds, Kyle Stevens. Uh, Sean Reynolds doubling up with another one. Uh, Dim- <laughs> Dimitri Babako uh, had one in. Cal Miska all Scoring, like I said, on uh, in an impressive fashion for the Elmira Enforcers, and keeping the Port Huron Prowlers still—they're uh, in, they're in bad shape. I'll say. I I think, anyways, you may think otherwise, but losing six to three at home against the new team does not look good, especially uh, as we look into the following night in that series. What is my 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 mouse is doing something odd on my computer. Uh, the next night in that series, Elmira, not only came uh, to play again, and down the enforce, uh, down the prowlers, they did it in, in extreme fashion, seven to two that night, uh, in up in Port Huron in Michigan, again. Uh, actually, Port Huron putting up a. 46 shots on goal. Like I said, getting a little more uh, a little more shots on goal ac- uh, action in that. But Elmira, 33 total shots on goal. Uh, Sean Reynolds, again, being a powerful, powerful asset to the Elmira Enforcers with his uh, even strength goal. Cal Miska, again. <laughs> Brandon Vuk and Dimitri Babinko, Sean Reynolds, all of the, like I said, again, all this scoring for the Elmira Enforcers is what, is what impresses me the most about that. A team that, like I said, for their first win, uh, t- their first series as a win to go 7-2, s- set put up seven goals one night, and then six the night before. I'm, I'm really impressed by what Elmira's got going on, and I'm a bit concerned about the Port Huron Prowlers, but we'll get into that uh, in a little bit. We'll talk and see... Uh, what we make of these series. Um, next series, uh, over the weekend, we had the Carolina Thunderbirds uh, hosting the Danville Dashers on Friday night. That was a, another big win for the perfect, then perfect Carolina Thunderbirds, a 5-2 to two victory over the Dashers. <laughs> Carolina with 55 shots on goal to Danville's 21. And boy, just a big night. Uh, for the Carolina Thunderbirds once again, uh, Peter Panik, Panasek, and Everett Thompson, Arthur D- uh, Dodrinzo, Josh Petronia, Jan Salak, uh, all putting up the uh, goals for Carolina. And uh, Danville, like I said, looking a little a little shaky. I'm guessing they probably probably just had the bus legs. That's a long ride from Danville to Carolina. I think we said it's up, upwards of uh something like ten to eleven hours something in between there and Illinois. So it's a long ride. Possibly could be play a factor in that arriving night, especially when we go down and check out the Saturday night game where Danville came away with their win uh, and put a end to the Carolinas perfect the Carolina Thunderbird's perfect streak, uh downing them two to one as a final uh, again, Carolina with 43 shots on goal, only able to get the one in early on by C.J. Blaska in the first period. And and then that same uh, night, uh, Henry Dill allowing Brandon Leavitt and Daniel Martin both to score late in the third and give Danville the advantage, and Carolina never, never picked it back up. Uh, again, that was the last night of Carolina Hooverova being the, head coach for Carolina, as Andre Neach will return for the series against uh, Elmira next weekend as we look at that. Um, and the final series over the weekend, the Wolves and the Icebreakers. Another interesting series because as Mentor hosted these, uh, the uh, FHL champions, they went down 4-7. to seven, Watertown coming away with another big win. Not surprised at all by that. Uh, the part that surprised me is they did that seven goal. They got all seven goals in 35 shots. Really, really good stuff coming out of Watertown in New York. Looking at that game on Friday night, uh, seven to four victory for the Watertown Wolves in Mentor with Tyler Gurich getting the hat trick plus one for four of those seven goals also accounting uh, with uh, Justin Portillo and and uh, Christian Whitcomb scoring goals for Watertown in that series, or rather in that game that night. Um, again, like I said, you have to expect that kind of thing from the FHL champions and the, you know, especially when they're taking on the new kids on the block. Uh, same night, a similar situation, Watertown with another seven-goal victory. Uh, and the icebreaker's putting up a little less, actually, less traction than the night before. Uh, and there are 20, <laughs> 27 shots on goal by Watertown. They put up seven goals in 64 shots. Mentor only put up three. Uh, wow. I mean, just an absolute slaughter fest. I mean, that's a total of that means it was 14 to seven over the weekend in that series. Uh, not good for the icebreaker so far, but uh, again, you know, th- this is kind of what you have to expect uh, a little bit. I didn't have high hopes for Mentor in the season, uh, you know, when they started, <laughs> just because, like I said, I, I didn't think it was going to go their way. Being, I know how it goes when you have a new team coming in, you're building that chemistry and everything else, so it, it takes a minute. It's going to take a minute for sure. Uh, when you look at their total scores, I mean, throughout the, what, the five games that they've played, you know, they're putting up, you know, losing four to one, you know, two to six, two to seven, four to seven. It's, they're not really getting close is what I guess I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, just a rough night in general for the uh, Mentor Icebreakers, but... You know that's that's the way it goes. Uh, of course, the official standings for the FHL right now have Carolina in first place, uh, and followed that with Danville, Watertown, Elmira, Port Huron, and then the lowly winless Mentor Icebreakers in sixth place. Um, geez, I I didn't think I was gonna. I, I thought we got rid of uh, North Shore, but. It's looking like a similar situation at the moment. I hope they really can turn that around right now. Uh, five straight losses, no good. Uh, and, you know, actually, they're, what, one of two teams with a losing streak right now. The five straight, Port Huron's lost two straight. Everyone else is winning, or, you know, Carolina had the uh, one game that, you know, the <laughs> the break. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, of course, like I said, after uh just a minute here we'll get down to our our ice on fire completely uh subjective power rank <laughs> as we, we'll we'll look take a look at that and see how it sits too. Um the only real thing I wanted to talk about tonight is the fact that you know Elmira is getting ready to have their first uh their first home opener. Well their yeah their first home opener in general as the enforcers, but also the, their home opener for the season, and according to their social media, they've sold an upwards of twenty or thirty-two hundred tickets for that game, um, which is super impressive. Because, like I said, you know we know Elmira had a East Coast hockey team and the Jackals. You know, lots of fans already there. It's a solid hockey town in you know the I guess the western part of. New York, I think it's Southwest. I don't know, positive, 100% on that. But, uh, you know, like it's a good hockey area. We'll say that much. But I think if they if they can continue to sell that many tickets to a game in this league, they're going to be, they might be in the attendance battle with Carolina. Um, you know, we, were talk, we talked about it a little bit, you know, the way that, Carolina was able to create or set rather a new FHL record last year with their total attendance uh, uh, in the Winston-Salem fairgrounds annex uh, with a total of, what was it? Their total attendance. Um, uh, yeah, there we go. There it is. It's 60, 66,204. Uh, you know, like I said, that's, there was almost 40,000 more than the next closest of Danville, uh, Illinois would you know, and double the average. and you know, man, that's uh, impressive numbers from the Carolina Thunderbirds, but if Elmira can stay on track with that, thirty two hundred uh, is a good number. I know I know that that's gonna be high. I don't think it'll be their average, but we look at right now, Carolina averaging twenty two hundred uh, just yeah, just just a hair under twenty three hundred. With 13,000 on the season, Elmira getting ready to have their home opener, they can potentially, if they are, I'm looking, if they're really going to have 3,200 seats sold, that means they'll jump from last because they have no home games yet. They'll jump from last up and somewhere into the, I guess, the second. Right now, yeah, right now they would jump up into second place. Uh, you know, behind Carolina still, but Carolina has in fairness had six home games already, you know, but that'll put them in solid lead uh you know Danville with four games thirty four hundred that means they'll almost have matched that number in one game for four in Danville, so yeah, I think we might actually have a bit of a uh battle for that crown again and see if Carolina and Elmira can be the big draws in this league. That would be fantastic for, uh, the league as a whole, uh, mentor, not drawing in the sol the most solid numbers, three games, uh, just under 2000 attendees. You know, it's not great, but again, they haven't won a game either new team. I know they're doing all they can. So we'll, we'll just have to see how that pans out for them. Uh, Again, like I said, you can tweet us at JB2 Media if you want to give us an idea of what you think. I think I have to adjust my number because I think I had Elmira pinned at like 1,200 for their home opener. Gina B had them said I think, at 800, even lower. Like, really? But if they've sold that many, I think I think they're going to hit the 3,000. You know, I, if, uh, I, I do now. I think they're going to hit 3,000. They might have the full 3,200 or it might be, you know close to that if that's what they're already claiming to have sold so you know let's say yeah three thousand plus i'm I'm gonna be impressed by that i will be really impressed if they get the 3200 draw on their opening night and i'll be blown away if they can keep that over 2000 on average we'll see how that goes though again that depends on whether they're winning or not um and like I said, you know, the two big wins over Port Hero right now look great. But uh, again, playing one of the better teams in the league this weekend for the home opener, the Carolina Thunderbirds, that'll be a different story. Uh just take a quick little break here and then as when we come back, we'll talk about our ice on fire power rank and the upcoming weekend. So stay tuned with us and we'll give you our picks and our picks from last week. And I think so far we're doing pretty well. Okay, so I can tell you two things. One, I hate repaying for sunglasses. And two, you probably are. That's why you should check out Detour Sunglasses. They're a great company with a simple philosophy that high-quality sunglasses shouldn't cost so much. With over 75 different combinations of frames, lens colors, and even limited edition patterns, Detour has a set of sunnies to match your style. And if you head over to detoursunglasses.com right now, you can even save 20% off your first order with promo code JB2M. Plus, all U.S. orders ship for free. So what are you waiting for? Go to detoursunglasses.com today and start saving on your style. Hey, it's Gina B. And before we get back to the action, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcasting platform is so you never miss an episode of Ice on Fire and stay on top of what's happening in the FHL. All right, so we're going to try this again uh, or finish up here with this episode. Again, uh, like I said, if you have any kind of input you want to put in on the uh, Federal Hockey League or anything, uh, your picks, predictions, power ranks, who you think is going to win the FHL Cup, anything of that nature, please tweet us at JB2Media on Twitter or email us at JB2MediaPro at gmail.com. So our ice on fire power rank. Right now is not very exciting, I will say, because we have which we'll co right to it in the number one slot. We have the Carolina Thunderbirds. Uh, again, like I said, losing the one game to Danville being the only deficit on that team. So I'm still impressed with the Thunderbirds, and uh, also equally as impressed with the uh, impressed with the Danville Dashers. That's why they claim the number two spot on our power rank for this week, and of course, the number three spot. Also, unchanged goes to the Watertown Wolves for their uh, dismantling of the Mentor Icebreakers. <clears throat> so, of course, our top three doesn't really change much this week, but our fifth, or, or rather, our fourth spot up from number five goes to the Elmira Enforcers for their <laughs> performance over the Port here on Prowlers. So, again, this isn't a, like the moves they've been making where it was based solely upon someone else's. Uh, performance of being terrible they went in and did the job they got it done themselves so kudos to Brett Clark and the rest of the Elmira enforcers on that uh, like I said moving up because of their own determination not everyone else's shortcomings uh, speaking of shortcomings falling from the fourth spot is the Port Huron Prowlers uh, they go down again with like I said a, a Terrible performance again. I'm wondering really if the port here on Prowler is struggling from a coaching issue with Joe Pace uh, Jr. being the new head coach and player. I I'm just wondering if that's taking something away from this because this has been a pretty decent team. Uh, like I said, I know last year they throttled Carolina over and over again. You know, uh, you know, chased the cup down. You know, going toe to toe with Watertown, but. It's just not the same this year, and I'm I'm really wondering if that coaching uh, is an issue. But uh, moving on, also an unchanged spot is the lowly uh, <laughs> mentor icebreakers uh, as they fall uh, down even further down the standings in the Federal Hockey League, uh, dribbling down to a 0-5. Uh, with a negative 19 on the goal differential, uh, they're giving up the most goals in the whole league. They're actually scoring the least too. Shocker, because that's how you know that's how you lose games. But you know, total goals four of 12 and giving up 31, so uh, you can't expect much. Uh, like I said, so not much changing on our ranking because, like I said, I try to be as fair. And plus, right now it's still we're still lucky that this is really the first time it's going to get difficult because, you know, until then, or actually, you know, it's still, still pretty clear cut right now because until this past weekend, Carolina was undefeated, you know, Danville had a loss, Watertown had a loss, you know, Elmira had no wins either. You know, we had undefeated team and we had teams that were winless, you know, and teams were doing, you know, clearly bad. So right now it's still, it's still pretty easy not as easy as it was last week. Now that Carolina's lost and uh, Elmira, like I said, put the butt whipping on port Huron, but that's going to add to a factor and it's going to get harder and harder. But right now these power ranks are pretty much smooth sailing as we go along right now, early on in these uh, power ranks. But uh, like I said, that's, that's all, all I can really say for right now. That's all I can say. Um, the upcoming weekend, though, we do have some more hockey coming in to the uh, middle of November. So, uh, Friday and Saturday night, November the 16th and 17th, we're going to have Mentor at Port Huron. Uh, that's going to be a 7 o'clock puck drop and a 6 o'clock puck drop on Saturday. Uh, in Carolina visiting Elmira in that home opener, so we not only have... The number one team visiting the number four team, but also it's their home opener and the potentially the top two candidates for setting or you know setting the bar for the federal hockey league's attendance. Well, I'm very interested in seeing how that goes. Uh, both night that nights that's going to be a 705 puck drop, uh, and that Saturday. Watertown will be playing the Danville Dashers in the David S. Palmer Arena. That's a 7.05 puck drop in Central Time. I believe that's 8.05 Eastern Standard. Uh, They will continue that series on the Sunday the 18th at the same time. 7.05 Central. So, interesting uh, getting to see Port Huron and Mentor go at it. Uh, Like I said, two teams, the uh, bottom two teams in the league and then Watertown and Danville like you said two middle of the pack teams, Carolina and Elmira again, you know, a high and low matchup. So I'm I'm pretty interested interested in seeing how that goes. Uh, of course, our picks from last week we had Elmira and Port Hiawyn splitting the series. Uh we were half right with that with Elmira getting the win, but you know, they did better than predicted. Uh we had Carolina and Danville splitting the series in Winston Salem, they did that and we also gave you a two and O of Watertown over Mentor. That was our lock of the week, and that again was successful. So we're five for six again. Another eighty three percent. We stay. We keep our our perfect eighty three percent throughout our weeks uh, as we've been. Now uh, t- ten for twelve on the season. Gonna keep up with that and see where it goes from there. But. Hey, that's not bad. That's not bad. Being wrong with only two games, so we'll see if we can keep uh, two games in the first week, two games in the second week. Let's see if we can keep this going next week, as we have Port Huron and Mentor splitting a series. I'm gonna say Mentor if he gets their first W. Like I said, Port Huron's been looking shaky. I think uh, maybe Mentor can finally dig their fingers into a crack and and get a win. And we'll have to see how that goes, though. Um, Caroline and Elmira, I think we're gonna have a Similar situation as we did in Winston-Salem. I know is getting a little better and they've seen each other, but I think Carolina's still playing very well. Um, hopefully, the, the uh, travel time to Elmira from Winston-Salem won't be too much for them to overcome. Um, I think Carolina still comes away with two wins in the series and spoils the Elmira home opener. Uh, regardless of how many are in attendance. And I think finally, uh, we're going to see a... I've been debating this one. Watertown and Danville is the one I've been debating. I have... I don't know if this is a split series, because I don't feel like Danville is that bad, but they have played a little slow, and they're at home, though. But I think... I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with a, a split series on that. So, uh, well, I had two and zero for Watertown, but I think I really think it's gonna be a split series with them, Watertown and Danville. We'll see how it rolls, but maybe Watertown can get that first uh that second win. You know, like I said, after maybe the the uh, travel time wears off of them, but we'll we'll just have to see how that goes for them. Again, like I said, make sure you you. Can uh, you do the best you can to either be at one of these games if you're not, you know, uh, if you're not local, though, follow along on the Federal Hockey League website at federalhockeyleague.com. You know, there are multiple radio streams on, I think it's TSM Radio. I want to say that's the that's one that they stream them at. I know that the Enforcers do a live stream uh, via their website, the ElmireEnforcers.com. Uh, you have to check around. Maybe we'll throw out some links for that for audio feeds or video feeds. Uh, I know they have the uh, the league does their paper game uh, viewing packages or whatever. But like I said, that's really what we need. Tune in to these games. Watch uh, or listen the best you can. If not, you can catch it all right here on the Ice on Fire podcast with me, Jose Behina. Uh Like I said, I think that'll be... That'll probably wrap it up for me. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. Gina B. will be back with me for the next episode. Uh, We'll look at everything going on in the Federal Hockey League for that week. Check up the uh, updates over the weekend. See where we are on our picks. And we'll also discuss whether or not the Danville Dashers use actual deer antlers in their sticks.